0: Sunday, December 10th, 2023 OB daily podcast I'm your host uh, as always I'm Adam Martin that's big Marcel 24 we're gonna preview UFC 296 Edwards Covington Marcel the last UFC card of the year man I'm kind of sad now that I think about it like it's coming to the end of the year like I am looking forward to getting a break you know for the winter and stuff but like man I'm looking forward to this to this card and and then you know it's going to be like about a month right between cards that's the next one's Johnny Walker and Nikolai so Soak it in, boys. We're not going to have a card for a few weeks, but uh, thankfully, Marcel, I think they're going out with a bang. I think this is an awesome card. So, what's yeah. up, brother? What do you think of the card, man?
1: All good, man. Honestly, I'm fucking tired. So, I'm kind of happy that we got some break here. I'm mean, listening. Yeah. I'm always fun. Yeah, I'm always fun watching fights, but I mean, it's also a lot of work during events, you know? So, I'm, I'm happy to have some Saturdays off. You know what I mean? I'd um, have some festivities with uh how do you say that christmas and uh well, how does a new year it's always fun so uh, yeah i mean that's good uh yeah doing well still doing well man we talked an hour ago already so you asked me the same question i'm still doing well um Was he yeah, for- like
0: 45 minutes ago yeah yeah <laughs>
1: exactly uh i'm looking forward to the fights man to talk to uh, talking with you um yeah and nice. um we, we have to figure out what we're gonna do next week do we do one show uh, the, the recap, maybe, and maybe a, 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 a Q&A after that, and maybe, I don't know what we're going to do after it, you know, maybe some uh, some 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 uh, some non-shows. I don't know. We'll talk about it, because one I, is at Christmas, I think, right?
0: Yeah, I, I think that's probably what we'll do. I'm actually going on vacation this week, boys. I'm going to Cuba, so this is going to be awesome. I'm leaving Wednesday.
1: You're going um, to smoke some cigars, this dude.
0: Cigars, they don't have weed there. I think you'd probably get arrested if you smoke weed, so I can't do that, <laughs> but uh, probably have a cigar or two gonna chill out I, i'll drink a little bit but not too much i i just want to go swimming i want to get some sun i want to you know as dumb as it sounds i, I like sleeping a lot on vacations too man i like just to relax relaxing, relax, right um i
1: basically saved
0: up go ahead you're go
1: ahead. going to the beach you just want to watch some booty
0: that's fine no, well let's be honest that's kind of what it is no but i saved up my vacation time like basically like until now so i'm going to use it all now so i'm off for uh i'm off work starting like i said wednesday i'm off for like three weeks in a row so i'm excited man it's gonna be some good time to sit around and uh yeah how, how long are you
1: going
0: i'm gone for i'm just gone for a week but then i'm yeah. i'm i have christmas holidays vacation time um, the holiday time the weekend so i have like almost three weeks in a row off yeah,
1: so i it, basically bro.
0: worked every week all year you know for bookies which which is great but I think I, I think I need uh, some time off, man. So yeah. use, use the, I, I think I used a week already. So I'm using my two more weeks and then I have extra time with, you know, the holidays and stuff. So anyways, enough about that. But yeah, we'll figure that <laughs> out. Probably like Sunday or Monday, we'll probably do that. <laughs> I was right after any massive by the end of the day. I mean, it's going to match up with Marshall's <laughs> right arm, all the, you know. But uh, <laughs> let's get some other comments. Uh, George, Mr. Ex, uh Gary's livid ex-husband's fight week. Oh, my God. George, <laughs> my God. You guy. and this card's amazing that's what i was gonna ask you marcel like i always ask you this but like what do you think out of like
1: 10
0: what do you think of this card because like, i look on paper it looks like it could be a 10 what do you think
1: it's a really fun card but there are a lot a lot of fights i'm really invested in to be really honest but really yeah there there are a lot of fun fights on the card i think it's a really good card don't get me wrong i would definitely give it an 8 8.5 or something you know sure but for me personally there are not really a lot of fights i'm like Oh, my god! You know what I mean? You
0: know, I I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like, for me,
1: there are. Like, there's, there's like, at least five fights that I'm, like,
0: really excited about. So, I I think the card could be a 10. Um, It could also be a disappointment. You never fucking know. As Dana White says, we always wait till the the fights play out, boys. All right. I say let's get into it, Marcel. We'll start with the first fight of the night here. We're using the UFC stats uh, outline here for the fight order. Okay, so the first fight of the night is Randy Brown taking on Muslim Salikov at Welterweight. And, like, a fight like this being the first fight in the card, because I think this is, like, a fight that would be on almost any fight night main card is, like, the third fight. So, for me, this is, like, a really good opening uh, card fight. Randy Brown, minus 258. Muslim Salgob, plus 210. Go ahead, Marcel, give me your pick.
1: Yeah, man, Randy Brown, I always thought he was a very talented guy. You know, he's already in 33 now, I think. I always think my Randy Brown is much younger for some reason. (laughs) He won his last fight against Wellington Tournament. Wasn't a great one. Was in uh, Jacksonville, I think, earlier this year. Before that, he got that loss to Jack Della Maddalena. He had a nice streak before that. I feel like every time when he really gets a step up in competition, he doesn't do really well, you know? But Muslim Salikov, in my opinion, is not really that step up in competition, you know? I think Salikov is dangerous on the feet, but I feel like Randy is more all-round. Salikov lost two of his last three fights, only one against Fialio, and we saw Fialio is very hittable. I'm taking Randy Brown here, man. I I I likely. Picking him by decision here, but uh, I, I'm feeling more comfortable picking Randy Brown than Muslim Salikov in this one because I think Brown has more ways to win.
0: Yeah, that's kind of why I'm picking him, too. I, I, the odds are getting a little bit high, though. I mean, I, I when I looked at it the other day, it was like, I think it's minus 175, minus 180. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That's kind of what I was looking at. Um, And it was like almost minus 200, I should say. But yeah, minus 258, a lot of money coming in on Rude Boy. I, I think he wins though. I mean, I, I just feel like he, like you said, the more well-rounded fighter. Um, you know, much taller guy, four inches, eight inches of reach, you know, six years younger, better ground game, right? Muslim Talkov though, really good striker. Randy Brown's been knocked out before. It's possible he could get knocked out. I, I don't think so though. Um Randy's been a guy that's been pretty underrated, I think, throughout his career, personally. So I, I think it's the job done. I just don't lo- I don't love the odds. I, I just think it's a little high. I don't know. It might get to like three to one. That's a little bit high in my opinion. So I'll take Randy. You said decision. Is that what you were saying?
1: Decision? Yeah, that's what I said.
0: Yeah, I have the same pick. So, and I'm with I'm with I'm with True. I think it's a little high. Um, yeah, this is like the third fight in like a, on, a, on a fight night. So I think it's I think it's a pretty good fight to open up this uh, pay per view card with. All right, boys, we'll go to the next fight here. We got the big boys, and, and again, Marcel. This on the fight night, this would have been the main event probably because <laughs> they love it. Martin Budai taking on Shamil Gaziev. Odds for this one. Budai minus 175, Gaziev plus 145. I'll let you start again. Go ahead.
1: No, you go first on this one. I went first with the first one.
0: Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to go with Martin Budai. I'm leaning towards Budai. Um, I I don't know about you, but I really wasn't that impressed with Gaziev's debut against Greg Velasco. I I didn't think he looked great. I know he got the win, but it was like fucking a weird fight, man.
1: Weird fight, that was it. Yeah,
0: it it was super weird. I just wasn't that impressed by it. And then Budai... He's been on a roll, you know, four straight wins in the UFC, finishing guys like in the last fight with Parisian, had his best performance today, gets the finish there. Um, You know, he is in some pretty close fights, and and this one could be if it just stays like as a kickboxing fight. But I don't know, man. I think Budai can, uh, you know, mix it up a little bit, push the guy against the fence, grind it out. Again, like I don't love the odds here at minus 175 and what should be like a pretty competitive fight, but my lean is definitely Budai. Um, All the experience in the UFC, I think will pay dividends here. Um, you know, it, it is kind of an interesting fight though. They're very similar, right? Like, both 6'4, both basically have the same reach, both are basically the same age, so very similar to fighters, I would say. But Budai, I think, with all the experience, um, I think he gets the job done. So, Budai decision that's my pick. What do you think, Ben?
1: I kind of feel the same way, man. You saw you saw Agazia fighting for Lascaux in the contender series, and he started well, but then he he, he gave his bag away out of nowhere, remember. And uh, he could when he went out of it, but uh, and finished Velasco. But the, I don't think it was a great performance, to be really honest. Although he got him finished, uh, Budai, like you said, on a nice streak. Um, still not super convinced with the guy, to be really honest, but uh, more convinced picking him than Gaziev. I think if Gaziev wins, it's in the early, 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 early rounds of the fight. But uh, I think uh, Budai takes him in deep waters and wins the decision here.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, sorry, one second sec. Zach, Zach just messaged me on Discord. Here you go. Alright, uh, we'll go to the next fight here. I think this fight's pretty good too. Uh, Lucas Almeida taking on Andre Feely. Again, like, there's some, like, sneaky good fights in this card. This fight, Andre Feely, minus 185. Lucas Almeida, plus 154. I'll let you start on this one.
1: Man, listen man, you know I love Lucas Almeida but he looked so bad last fight against Pat Sabatini. Mm-hmm. Really bad. He got completely uh c- completely dominated by Sabatini and he got finished man, in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um for that Uh, Got that great win against Rosano, fight of the night performance. Loss on contender series against Zell Huber in one of the better fights of that year. Uh, Feely makes it competitive with a lot of guys, you know what I mean? He got knocked out by Joe Anderson Brito, I know that. But for example, the Bill Aljo fight, he got a split decision, I think should have been unanimous. And then Nathaniel Wood, he he can make an argument he won that fight, in my opinion. Was close, I think a lot of people give it to Wood, but he can make an argument he won that fight. Uh, So that said, I think his ground game, is probably a little bit better than that than Lucas Almeida's. I think Almeida will might have an advantage in the stand up, but uh I cannot pick Almeida, man, after that last fight against Sabatini. Looks so bad. I think Feely can do that as well to him. So I'm picking Andre Feely, I'm picking Philly by decision here.
0: Fair enough. I don't know about this one. This one is uh I don't know, just because like I don't think Feely's like not great anymore. I kind of feel like he's on a decline. I mean, he did beat Bill Algeo, though, which was a nice win not too long ago. And guys he lost to, like Wood, Brito, these guys are Brito, uh, Mitchell. These guys are good, right? He does get the occasional win. I don't know, though, man. Um, I still feel like I'm I'm kind of high on Almeida, despite the loss to Sabatine, which was really bad, like you said. I still think that guy's dangerous, and I thought he looked really good in contender. I thought he looked good in the Trezano fight. Just the Sabatine fight just makes me like uneasy about him. At the same time though, man, like I I, I kinda I kinda feel like I gotta fade Feely here. So yeah, tough one. But I'm kind of leaning the other guy. I am th- kind of leaning on me. I think he might be able to knock this knock out Feely. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards. Um just not a super confident pick because again, he looked so bad in that last fight. It just uh I was pretty high on him heading into that, man. You know, I thought the guy was, uh, you know, pretty good. By the way, they were supposed to fight actually um, earlier this year. The fight got rebooked now. So <clears throat> that's interesting. Yeah, I'm going to go. With, I'll, I'll take the dog. Lucas, i made it by knockout. There you go. There's a dog kick by me. Woof. Not consensus, though. <laughs> you know, but not a consensus. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. Tajir and Bekov against Cody Durden. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this one because I have a strong lead in this fight. And the odds this one are. Tajir is minus 166. Cody Durden plus 140. Well, I'll let you start then. Go ahead.
1: So, Tagir. Tagir had a good win in his last fight, right? Against Nate Maness. But, man, if you look at this other fight so far in the UFC, I think it was far from convincing, man, to be really honest. The Bruno Silva fight, he got the unanimous decision. wasn't really convincing. The Nascimento fight, he could have lost that one split decision. Tim Elliott fight, he kind of got fucked, you know, by Tim Elliott grabbing the cage a lot of times, you know, and he lost the decision. Cody Durden... Listen, man, Cody Durden, besides his uh his second UFC fight and his fight against Mokayev, where he got finished in both fights, he has looked good in the UFC, man. I think he's super tough. I think he uh he's a good wrestler. Um I, I think I think Durden can win against Ulan Bekov, man. Um I, I honestly favor the the, the the underdog here. I would I would take Durden by decision in this one.
0: Wolf woof, we gotta consent to the dog, baby. Let's go. I nice. really like Cody Durden in this fight, man. I really do. At plus 140, he'll probably be one of my best bets in my article this week, just because I think he should be favored. I, I definitely think he should be favored. Like Tajir, I, I haven't been impressed with him, Marcel. I really haven't, you know. The last fight, okay, I guess the Lanus fight was was nice, but the other fights not really. The the Elliott fight, no. The Nasi Menta fight, not really. The even the Bruno Silva fight, not really, you know. And then Durden matches up well with him, right? With the wrestling. Durden's look good lately, four straight wins five and two five and three in the no sorry five two and one draw in the ufc you know i think he's looked really good again i think his wrestling matches up really fucking well the guy averages over five takedowns a fight i mean it's really impressive The Jewish takedown defense is only 60 percent like when he's on the offensive sure you know he can take you down but on the defensive man he, he could be taken down and controlled and and i think i think cody will take him down and control him in this fight um I don't know if he finishes him or anything, but I think he could definitely grind him out. I, I like Durden here a lot, Marcel. Woof woof, you know, plus 140. I think the odds should be flipped. He should be favored. He should be the favorite in this fight. So give me Cody Durden here, boys. I'm taking him by decision. You think decision too?
1: Yeah, man. I, I think listen, man. Cody has that um, how do you say that? That 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 that, that nastiness him. in him. Yeah, that that, yeah, that dark. Yeah, that dark, that nastiness in him that he can. And he's he has an iron will, you know what I mean? And that's something, and you see that with a lot of wrestlers all the time, you know, they have that. And Cody really has that. Um, yeah, I'm picking him too. I think it should have been more of a pick him to be honest, a pick him or Durden being a favorite here, you know. But uh, hey, I mean, if you can't Durden get get Durden at plus money, you should definitely do it. I think you know,
0: yeah, no, I agree. I I like Durden in this one, man. I think he gets the job done. So we have a consensus doctor, guys. There we go. A couple comments, um. Fahim, what's up, brother? You just missed the uh, the recap. But, yeah, I, I think Smith, you know, should retire and just take a dust job. But, you know, he'll probably fight again. Feeley, homie, is a great fight, Antoine. Cody, I think Cody gets the job done here, man. Oh, yeah, he's an Atlanta guy, right? American top team Atlanta with, uh, uh-huh. with Diego, the other Diego Lima. The, the, the Lima Luma. brothers. Yeah, the Lima brothers.
1: Yeah, I was, I was joking. Do you know Georgie, the Georgian guy? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I was joking with him. I was like, dude. It's like that's a that that's an amazing gym in Georgia. I'm telling I'm telling he's like, Yeah, what what gym do you mean? I was like, it's with the Diego Lima brothers. They have a gym in Georgia, man. He's like, I don't know where. I said in Atlanta, Georgia. It's like you motherfucker.
0: <laughs> that's too funny. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Um this is the oh, the headliner of the prelims. So there's five fight past prelims. So a lot of fights in this card. I think there's 14 huh? fights.
1: Yeah, fight fight, go- yeah.
0: Yeah, Lonzo Manifield taking Dustin Jacoby. I, I really like this fight. I think this is a great fight, you know. Odd for this one, Jacoby minus 245. Big favor here, plus 200, Lonzo Manifield. I'll start on this one. I'm taking Manifield. Tom Lonzo Manifield, man, for the upside. I'm taking him, Marcel. I think he can win this fight. Dude, I, I just think he's, he's an underrated guy. He had that great win in his last fight over Jim Crude. I thought he looked good in that other one. You know, had he won that fight, he'd have four straight wins. Regardless, he's, he's on an unbeaten streak of four fights. He's five, one, in one in his last seven. I think he's really turned the corner of his career. He's a big, strong dude. He has a lot of power. I understand Jacoby's the more tactical striker. He's got power, too. I understand that. I mean, he's an absolute beast. It's just that I think MediField can mix it up. And, you know, Jacoby, 60% takedown defense is not very good. MediField can take you down, he can grind you on the ground a little bit, too. Obviously, the cardio is always a concern with Alonzo. He's got a lot of muscle, but, you know, Jacoby, um, yeah, again, like, great fighter, great great striker, but I feel like he can be taken down here. I think he could be grinding against the fence. I think Alonzo could hurt him, too. There's just, for me, a plus 200. I think you have to take Sean Alonzo Manifield here. I think he has a great chance to win the fight. So, to me, this is a fight that's like more of like a, a coin flip type fight. I'm taking Manifield. Maybe I'm completely off on this one, guys, but. I'm taking another dog. I took three dogs on these prelims. I, I didn't take any dogs last week. And now I got three already this week. Uh, Alonso medical is the guy that stood up to me right away. I'm high on him. He's my guy. I'm taking him to win, Marcel, what do you think?
1: Yeah. Plus 200 is a little bit much. I think should be closer. Um, I feel more comfortable picking Jacoby, man. I think he keeps a distance. It, I think it keeps on. They keep it on the feet. I think he wins a decision. That's how I think about it. Um, yep. I think it's a close fight. Don't get me wrong. You know, can go either. Can go either way. I'm not really like super confident in my pick here, but uh, if I have to pick one of the two, I'm picking Jacoby by keeping his distance, picking his shots, and winning a decision. There you go.
0: All right, a couple comments about this one. Pato likes Kobe. Greg likes Manifield like me. Some of Pap Manifield. That's funny. Yeah, I know he's I mean, he's he's been he's been in his corner the last few fights where he's won. So all right, we're going to the prelim fights here. Marcel like the televised prelims, Casey O'Neal taking on Arianne Lipsky. Odds of this one, Casey O'Neal favored minus 198 plus 164 Lipski. What do you think about this one?
1: Yeah, man, to be really honest, man. Casey O'Neal. Um i i I think she's talented don't get me wrong i also think she's still very young right she's 26 i'm not really convinced so far man but if she is really like the top the top girl everybody says she is you know Mm -hmm. um she got that split decision over mother fairy should have been unanimous to be really honest Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. shanko antonina i mean antonina isn't that great you know um and the Jennifer Maya fight wasn't good, you know. She came back from injury, I know that, but it wasn't good. If you look at Ariane Lipsky, to be really honest, I've been feigning Ariane Lipsky for a long time, you know, mm-hmm. because I really felt like after she coming to KSW, she never really fulfilled that, uh, that hype. She looked good, man, against JJ Aldrich. That was a fight I was sure Aldrich was going to win, you know, and she was really did well in that fight. And she always also did well against Melissa Gatto. I know both girls are also not top 15, but both are top girls, you know. Um, I think it's a much closer fight than people think. I think a lot of people will go with O'Neill. I'm going with Lipski here. I think Lipski wins the decision.
0: Woof, woof. I mean, another dog here. It's crazy, right, guys? Like, (laughs) I. I mean all like you know everyone's like oh you didn't pick any dogs but now I got four already I mean, it's crazy. So like I would say at least two of these four dogs I picked to win. So round robbing them. Lipsky for me too, and, and the reason why is because like like same with Menfield, I just think she's turned a corner in her career. Like she's looked really good lately. Three of her last four fights have been wins. She did get knocked out brutally by Cashware in that one fight, which is a concern obviously, but I don't feel like O'Neill's like a power puncher necessarily. No. You know, I know she not finished Antonina, but I it wasn't like on the on the feet, right? It was ground ground strikes. Regardless, I mean, I, I definitely think it's a competitive fight. I think it's probably going to go to three rounds. I just feel like Lipsky can do a little bit more damage. I think she's turned the corner, man. She's she's training at ATT now, right? I think that's a great spot for her. She's looked good lately. Um, really, always been a good striker, right? Always been a good striker. The, the durability is a concern, but again, I don't feel like she's finding someone that's like necessarily like an amazing, you know, knockout artist or whatever. Even though I know O'Neill has a couple finishes. I just I don't know I'm not sold on Casey right now I don't know like I think she's very hitable you know and, and and I know Lipsky her stats actually I'm looking at them right now like she is she gets hit a little bit more than she she lands out but there's other shit there but you know lately I think she's done better so yeah probably again these women's fights man they they typically go the distance I think this one does too but I think Lipsky's going to edge it out it could be like a split but I think she gets the job done so Lipsky decision consensus dog we have. Two consensus dog Marcel Is a two, yeah. Dirty and Lipski, there you go. So we got two guys, crazy! All right, hit the hit the big button, Marcel. Woof woof. I know you gotta get that ready, Marcel. From yeah, I,
1: I don't have it ready, man. I
0: <laughs> think <first, man. laughs> the win decision doesn't work out. Uh, fair enough, but like, I, I, I actually think these fighters kind of should be like this fight, I think, you know, I can understand why I favored. favorite. It's just, when I looked at this fight originally, I'm like, Lipsky, and, and the fact that you like her too, makes me feel a little better about it. but uh, yeah, alright, we'll go to the next fight here, we got the Bantamweights, Cody Garbrandt taking on Brian Kelleher boom, odds for this one, Garbrandt, minus 205, Kelleher plus 170, I'll let you start on this one too, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I want to really hear your take on this one, before I give mine.
0: I'm leaning Cody, Cody Garbrandt to win the fight. Um, you know, Booms definitely got some power and he could finish Garbrandt. Cause Garbrandt's chain is just really scary to me. Like it's not, a, he's not a guy would bet on. I wouldn't bet on Cody Garbrandt this fight. Like I wouldn't lay minus 200 on him. Cause the chain is just so scary to bet on, but I think he's the better fighter overall, man. I still think he's like the more well-rounded guy. He's got, you know, more high level experience. He's a former champion. Still a pretty good wrestler. You know, I think we saw that in the Trevor Jones fight, right? Kind of like he just grinded it out. Yeah, He did what he had to do. It wasn't impressive, but he did what he had to do. He's going to fight safe, I think, in this fight. Because Boom does have power, right? That's the thing. So, But again, Kelleher, I I don't know, man. Like He's been taken down. He's been submitting his last couple of fights. I think Cody can take him down, get him to the ground. I think he's going to fight safe. Um, uh, If you take Kelleher, take him by knockout because that's the way Cody loses his fight. So... It's either I think Cody by decision or sub, maybe, maybe a sub potentially, or Kelleher by by knockout. But I'm leaning towards Cody. I think he gets into the ground, grinds it out. Don't think it's that exciting of a fight. People were so hyped when that Joe Reeves guy like booked the fight, that new matchmaker. And I'm just like, eh, like I, I don't think it's that great of a fight, you know, personally. I think it's just an okay fight. Um they are two veterans, like it it makes sense. It's just it doesn't get me that excited. He was supposed to fight Mario Batista, I think, before Cody Garbrandt. Yeah. I was kind of hoping they were going to rebook that fight, to be honest. But, you know, regardless, um, I'm taking taking to win this one. Go ahead.
1: You know what? People were excited because there are still – obviously no problem with that. There there are a lot of Cody Garbrandt fans out of there, you know, and uh, they think they can win this fight. And I think so too, you know. I mean – not, not 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 saying that that Callar doesn't have a chance here. I think he has a good chance to win as well, but at the same time, yeah, I would I would favor Cody as well. I think Cody has more ways to win probably and uh I think it will go down to a decision. I don't think we will see a finish here. But yeah, I'm, I'm taking Cody, man. I think Cody finally gets a win again and uh listen, if he gets a win, I'm happy for him, you know. Uh, I think he needs he needs it. And um although he won against trevin jones last time but still i yeah. mean this is a bit this is a bigger win if he wins this one i think um yeah i'm I'm taking cody here as well but uh yeah i'm, I'm not convinced I, I wouldn't put any money on it you know what i mean
0: i do think it's interesting though I, I didn't realize that cody's never submitted anyone before so you know keller's got eight submission losses like i think that's the easiest way to beat him right to take him down and choke him out but uh you know, even though Cody's never done it before, maybe that this is the this is the fight to do it. But either way, yeah, I'm gonna lean towards him to, to get the job done. I just don't really trust Keller and Keller's, you know, he's getting up there in age 2 I mean, it's not like Cody's spring chicken at 32, but Keller's but thirty-seven. So he's uh, not a young guy for this division. This weight class kind of favors the younger guys usually, so that's my thing. Nice. A couple comments here. Um Kelleher, uh, he could, mean, it's possible. I think it'd be like a club and sub. What division is the new matchmaker in charge of? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, we haven't heard anything about this guy. They used to book one fight with Dana line. Like, I don't know anything about this guy at all. He doesn't, like, I've, go to the fight, then, I don't think. I don't know. What are you going to say?
1: I've also no idea, man. I have no idea. Maybe maybe this one and done. <clears throat> I have no idea. Sweepstakes, Joe. I just don't think this is that great of a fight, but, you know, whatever. Now coming off an injury
0: that caused him to drop out of his last fight. Yeah, I mean, that's not, that's not a great thing. I know, but then again, didn't Cody get injured too? His last fight got canceled right against Mario. Wasn't he injured too? So, I guess both guys coming off uh, some sort of injury. Wayne Hendry Gambler fight. Yeah, I mean, people will take a Sean Kelleher because they're going to fade Cody, and I understand that because I usually fade him it too. It's just I, I just I'm not that high Brian Kelleher personally. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got Irina Aldana taking on Carol Hosa. Alter this one: Irina Aldana minus one ninety eight, Carol Hosa plus one sixty four. Your thoughts, Marcel?
1: I don't see really why they have to have to book this fight. To be really honest, you know, um, I mean, Irene Aldana, she comes off that uh, Amanda Nunes uh, uh, loss, right? Wasn't really a great, a great fight for her. She got dominated there. Uh, then you look at Carol Rosa. She won against a split decision against Jana Santos, which was really controversial, in my opinion. You know, um, yeah. What I've heard between the how do you say that uh, behind the scenes is that that Aldana asked for Misha Tate and that Misha Tate turned around So that's pretty much what's happened. And Misha got uh, got to fight, um, who did she fight last week again? Uh, Julia Avila, you know, and uh, she got Rosa because I think the UFC tried to book Avila Rosa for the six hundred time uh, at first and they wanted to have Tate against Aldana, but that didn't happen. So Aldana had to be, had to agree with uh, Rosa. I remember Rosa, uh, how do you say that? The, announcing the fight already, but Aldana didn't sign yet because she really didn't want to fight actually against Rosa and not because she's scared or whatever, but she thinks she deserves better, and I think so too. Um, Aldana wins the fight probably by decision, but it's not a fight I'm looking forward to, to be really honest. No way. This one? Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I think it could be decent because they're both like striking-based fighters, so I think it could be maybe a little more exciting than you're seeing. um let's hope we'll hope, we'll hope. <laughs> obviously I'm leading out Donna right because like I've always been more high on her but like man she yeah. took a lot of damage on this fight with Amanda Nunes like a lot of damage it didn't look great even the fight before that against Missy Chasson like I bet on her in that fight man and she was losing that fight until she kicked her in the liver with like like what a minute left or something so yeah Carajosa is a pretty good volume striker. She can make it kind of ugly. It can make the fight boring. It has like no knockout power at all. Marcel, no finishes in the UFC, six and two with all the wins going to decision. You know, I think since she stepped up a competition, hasn't looked as impressive either. Like going, you know, these split majority decisions, it's not it's not as impressive, even losing. So I kind of feel like her ceiling's a little capped. She's like borderline top 10, top 15 type. Whereas Aldana is a top 10 fighter and she does have power too. More likely to get the finishes Aldana here, I think um i just think she's, i think she's the better fighter but again that last fight bothers me because of the amount of damage she took she just didn't look very good same time guys i've always been you know decently high in our renailed on i think she does get the job done here i'll take her by decision um that's my lead you said the same thing right decision yeah yeah there we go all right a couple comments yeah Hosa could win she has more volume which you know she does have quite a bit of volume chris what's up brother Win being grapple heavy i yeah i mean that's that's, that's another thing Ariana Aldana's takedown defense, seventy-five percent, not that bad, I guess. But the last fight was concerning. Right, the last two fights she's been taken down nine times total, which is not great. And then against Holly Holm, you had that fight. That's fourteen times getting taken down the last four fights. That's that's not great. I think that's a good point. But again, you know, what's Carol host? She averages like one one and a half a fight. It's possible. It's possible. I just think it's going to be more of a striking fight, striking based fight, close decision. I don't know if you want to get involved in this one. The judges are going to be involved for sure, I would say. That's what I think
1: happens. Here, yeah, so. me too.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Go to the last prelim here. We have a really good fight here in the UFC featherweight division with Josh Emmett taking on short notice replacement Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell minus 192. Josh Emmett plus 160. I want to hear your thoughts on this one, too, because this is an interesting fight. Obviously, very short notice added here. What do you think, brother?
1: I want to ask you something, and also the people who are watching. Do you guys know what the nickname from Josh Emmett, CC Zero, with the with uh, means?
0: I have no idea. And I looked it up like uh, like maybe last year, and I, I didn't really see anything about it, so I don't really know what it means. Like I, I'd be curious. Same. Do you, Do you know? Or you don't know?
1: No, I, I was wondering. That's so. If somebody knows, let me know. Um, I'm pretty convinced actually in this fight. I'm picking Bryce Mitchell. I mean, listen, Josh Emmett, very good fighter. But he's getting older, you know, Bryce Mitchell is getting better, I think, you know. I was impressed by Bryce Mitchell against Dan Ige, how he fought. Um, before that, he lost to Topuria. Listen, man, this is only loss in his professional careers against Topuria. I mean, that's not bad. I know the UFC also added that Katona lost, but, I mean, that was the semifinal of the Ultimate Fighter. But, um, yeah, I think Emmett... Um, Let's be really honest, man. When is the last time you were like Josh Emmett looking amazing? You know, that's probably also against Dan Ige. You know, in 2021. After that, that's the split decision of a Calvin Cater, I didn't think he won that fight. So, um, yeah, I'm picking uh, Bryce Mitchell here. I think he also might, he might finishes the fight, dude. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Despite the short notice, you have to take Bryce Mitchell. You have to <clears throat> because you have to take Josh Emmett, right? You have to because. The last two fights were just taking a lot of damage. The last fight, my God, against Tepuria. Like, that's the kind of fight that ages you 10 years, I think. And he's already a guy that's 38 years old, so he's getting way up there in age. He's one of the oldest guys in this division. I, don't get me wrong. I really like Josh Edmond still. I mean, the guy can crack, dude. He, yeah. he can punch. Oh, hands. for sure. One of the hardest punchers probably ever in this weight class. Um, But again, you know, taking that damage. He's a, he's a tough dude, though. My God. The last fight, man. Like, most guys would have given up, you know? So the fact he went the distance, got that bonus, that's that's commendable. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: it, it, I thought he would take, like, a year off after that fight. He's coming back six months later. I mean, it's not, it's, it is a decent amount of time off, but I don't think enough. And like you said, you know, some of the other performances, some of those decisions were, were close, right? Um, I, I can't take him. And then Mitchell, amazing grappler, you know, much better grappler. Where's that mistake on defense? 46%. It's just not good enough. Bryce Mitchell – averages over three and a half takedowns a fight. Bryce Mitchell has a little bit of power. He dropped Edson Barboza in that fight. I kind of feel like it's going to look like the Barbosa fight, actually, Marcel. That's kind of what I'm thinking. You know, he takes him down. He might hurt him a little, surprisingly, hurt him on the feet. And that might surprise me. It won't surprise me, though, because I think Emmett's durability is a little concerning at this point. But uh, Bryce just takes him down, grinds him out. Josh, super Top. I don't, I don't think he's ever been submitted. I can double-check that. But he's a guy that's obviously, you know, a good wrestler on paper, but he doesn't play out in his fights. He's just a striker. Um, he's been subbed once. He's been subbed once. If anyone's going to sub him again, it's, and it was, sorry, it was like, it's Gary Rodriguez. I don't know why I forgot that for a second. That was earlier this year too. That's the thing. Like, I think Bryce can sub him too. I think it's possible. I'm kind of leaning in decision though. You know, I'm kinda leaning Bryce by decision, but I think it's subs possible. You, decision you said or sub? What'd you say?
1: I said either sub or decision. So yeah.
0: <laughs> that could oh, okay. Me. Well, you have you have a double chance there. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I think Bryce wins the fight. I think so. Uh, a couple of comments here. Bryce Winsley he could take that. Like, yeah, I agree. I think that's what happens. Creative Commons Zero. I, I guess that's what it means. It's kind of a weird uh, nickname. Yeah. Arnold Allen heard this is Emmett's retirement fight. Um, I, I, That's what I thought the plan was too, but I know the fight switched, right? He was supposed to fight Giga Chikadze. I mean, I like Giga in that fight too. I think Giga would have finished Josh Emmett personally. I, I kind of agree that Bryce is coming back too soon uh, as well, but not as much as Josh. Like Josh <laughs> not damage he took and, and yeah i mean i i get what you're saying about bryce you know the last fight with Vigay, but i mean he won that he did take a bit of damage in that fight. i was a little messed up right i i agree with that but again i just i think he's the better fighter man i have to pick him how much younger is he oh my god i think it's nine years a lot yeah it's it's yeah he's 94 josh is 85 god damn Anytime anyone's older than me and you, Marcel, that means they're getting old. So, yeah, we're going to go with the younger guy. I agree
1: here. with Batcha, by the way.
0: <laughs> oh, the press Conference? Yeah, it's going to be fun, eh? Emmett Britu? They just chose a different fight, I guess. Main card's great. Let's get into it, guys. All right, we'll start with the first fight in the main card. We've got Mr. Machado himself taking on Vicente Luque. Off this one, Ian Gary, minus 360, huge favorite here. Vicente Luque, plus 285, The Quiet Assassin. Silent Assassin, I should say. Odds are high, man. I mean, they're higher than I thought. I think they've been going up. Yeah, it, it opened at like minus one hundred and forty for Gary. Now it's minus three hundred and sixty. It's a little high. I mean, this is a big step up. I think. And you know, Neil Maggie's a pretty good fighter, and Diego Rodriguez is decent. By the way, Diego Rodriguez got his suspension overturned, so that's good. He'll be back soon, hopefully. Vicente Luque, though, you know, last fight was very, very impressive. Man gets RDA, taking him down eight times, controlling him you know out striking him it was really impressive to me the guy with tons of experience he's fought the best of the best great record in the ufc again a guy that's taking a lot of damage though and that's what worries me right like that jeff Neal fight was really concerning man the amount of damage hit a brain bleed in that fight that's why if faded him. it's already eight he comes out looks amazing so it's like i don't really know what to expect with him here um i think he's car- i want to say he's a live dog though with all the experience with the with the well-rounded game the submissions and aqua power it's just the damage and then gary obviously so technical with the striking right um the last story, Neil Magny. I know he didn't finish Neil, but as Marcel said, he kind of wanted to punish Neil for, you know, what he thought was a, uh, you know, some, some comments made about his kid. And, anyways, you know, one, one thing I will say though is like, you know, again, our friend James Lynch, he's talked, he's been talking about it, like the distractions, right, for Ian with the whole thing with the, with his wife and with uh, miss, with the other Machado guy or whatever is the guy's name is that lives with them, the husband. All that distraction, like, I mean, it's got to play, got to be like weighing on his mind. It could play a role in this fight, who knows? I really don't know. It's hard to cap that kind of stuff outside the cage. It really is. But as far as like inside the cage goes, for me, Luke's just taking too much damage. That's why I'm leaving Gary. Um, I think Ian's gonna be technical, I'll point him to win the decision. But you know what I mean? I think Luke caught a chance. I'll just say that. What do you think?
1: I feel the same way pretty much. And I also think Luca has a chance. Um the thing is like uh, the thing, if you asked me this fight five years ago, i definitely go Luke, you know, I don't know now, you know, that's thing. Um, too much of uh, question marks in this fight to me, to be really honest, to be convinced. Um, I, will go for Gary, um, in this one, but man, I wouldn't be surprised if Luke wins, you know, and uh, I have the feeling like <laughs> 95% of the MMA community hope Luke wins. Um. And, uh, yeah, you can pretty much comment to that 95%, to be really honest. But, um, no, I think i got to be uh, – how do you say that? i got to be honest. I think uh, Gary wins here. I think he wins likely a decision. Um, but, man, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not convinced. I'm um, – it's a difficult one, definitely, also because they're former teammates, so they know what they can uh, can expect from each yeah, other. I
0: think that's interesting too. I, that is an interesting thing to, to kind of think about in this fight as well. There's a lot of like factors in this fight that make it like a little tricky. I think, you know, personally. So we'll get some comments here. Have you guys heard Gamma RDA? Have you heard that so-
1: The thing is, like, a Polish website uh, was uh, going through the top 15 in the lightweight division, and they were looking at who Gumrod could fight next. And they came on RDA, and they were like, RDA is possible. But RDA is not fighting on 155 anymore, at least that's what he said. So... So they did that article and people took it as like camera for the, uh, the first is in the works. I don't know if that's true, but that's probably, I think it's pretty much what the website was like. This is the most possible fight for camera next. You know what I mean? But uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah. A couple other comments here. Uh, Luke live. Uh, JP thinks so. Yeah. Diego Lopez would have been good for that last fight too, by the way. But he'll get a fight. too. he'll probably fight in the Mexico card in, was it? February? Mexico? Yeah, you're. Uh, taking well, it? Diego
1: Lopez. it yeah, doesn't yeah. have a fight yet.
0: They're fighting that card. See, hey, Glenn. Glenn's here. Holy crap, Glenn. What's up, brother? I know it's it's hard for you to get here on Sundays. Thanks, but CC zero licensing. Wow, NFT creators. That's probably what it is. It has something to do with that because I think it showed up during the whole NFT craze too. So mm-hmm. I don't hear about those things. That was like a huge word a few years ago. You do I don't hear about that anymore at all. West Coast going the cards. Going to be awesome, man say Luke's defense isn't great I, I i agree yeah gary probably wins that's probably what happens here too got to seen gary would take this fight so i didn't think he would confidently win yeah absolutely gary is better at this point i agree he should win i mean he should i'm just saying like the odds are getting a little bit high that's that's what i think jdm burns the yeah i think it's high. i got
1: i got i got told not in the works not, really? not 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 at this moment there's nothing there at this moment so it still can change, but at this moment, there's nothing there.
0: All right, let's go to the next fight. Here we got Tony Ferguson taking on Paddy Pimblett in the UFC lightweight division. Paddy Pimblett is minus three hundred and sixty favorite, so the odds are getting up on him because I looked at this last week; he was minus two hundred and fifty, so the odds are climbing. Tony Ferguson plus two eighty five. Like I feel way more confident in Paddy than I do with Ian, just because like I, you have to fade Tony first; you can't pick him like. I understand, guys, he has all that experience. You know, it's El Kukui. We we'll love the guy. Six straight losses. He's been finished in three straight losses. I understand he's fighting good competition, great competition in some cases, but I don't know, man. I just think he's not the same guy anymore. He's taking way too much damage in his career. This is a clear setup fight by the UFC. And I'm not even that high on Patty. Like, I think he's just an okay fighter. But I think this is, a this is like, one of the easiest fights that he could have right now. Um, I think Patty. Finishes Tony Ferguson. I think he ends his UFC career with a submission loss. So patty payment by submission I I absolutely think he wins this fight. What do you think, man?
1: Yeah, man I was kind of annoyed last time with the press conference where Dana was like saying like yeah Don't you guys think that's a great fight and those uh, got on the journalists over there didn't say anything Probably Amy was too busy in her head thinking about a power slap question, but (laughs) I mean um. I don't want to see that fight, man, because there's a big possibility that Paddy wins that fight, you know, and they're trying to build him up because I don't know who said that in the Discord chat, but they said, like, if Paddy wins, they're going to say, like, le- next time Joe Rogan is going to say, like, yeah, Paddy beat the former interim champion, Tony Ferguson, you know what I mean, after on a fucking six-fight losing streak or whatever. Um, I don't like it, you know, I, I think Paddy wins. Um I, I hope we can see old Tony coming back, but there is too less of a hardy trusting that I can rely on. That you know what I mean? We saw him against Bobby Green; wasn't bad, but it faded away at a certain moment. You know, the Mike. Listen, we cannot keep holding on that Michael Chandler first round. You know what I mean? And that's something I tried, but we can't. Um, yeah, I think Paddy wins. I don't know how. I don't care how. He will probably win. Fuck that, you know. <clears throat> I think he was.
0: I, I, and there's no way, in heck, I can take Tony Ferguson. I mean, I think everyone wants Tony to win, right? Because people don't like Patty and they all love Tony, but I just can't pick him. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. The thing is, always when yeah, the UFC
1: ahead. sets up a certain fight, which I have the feeling that the UFC wants one guy to win and one guy to lose, I want that guy who wants they have to win. I want them to lose, you know what I mean?
0: I mean, this is about as clear of a setup fight as the UFC is going to make, right? Like, it's, it's obvious they want Patty to, to win the fight. And I think he does though, man. Because again, Tony just, dude, this is like a legendary losing streak. And and again, you get a chance to fade in like you did with BJ Penn, Sam Alvin, these guys that have all these losses. You have to do it. So glad to take a shot on it. All right. Next fight here Shaftcat, Rachmaninoff taking on Steven Thompson. Odds on Shaftcat minus 520. Steven Thompson plus 390. So I just, I like, I'm obviously picking Shaftcat. I think we're all going to pick him here, but like these odds are really high, man. Like, you know, Stephen Thompson still like a really good striker, and I don't think he's ever been submitted, right? So that's kind of how ShotKat wins his fights, and that's where I'm going to pick her because, excuse me, like ShotKat, uh, he's a well-rounded guy, but his submission game is ridiculous. Um, even though has ever been submitted, I think this is a guy that will submit him if he gets him to the ground. But again, if the fight stays standing, Stephen Thompson can win this fight. That's why the odds are to me a little bit too high. Like I don't love ShotKat at these odds. He should win, right? He's he's the more well-rounded guy. He's the younger guy by quite a few years, 11 years. All that stuff points towards him. Long, taller guy, longer guy, younger guy, you know, longer winning streak. Um, he's been nothing but impressive. We're all high on Shabka here. He finishes everyone. He's a fucking monster. Um, but, again, it's just an interesting matchup, right? I think mm-hmm. Shabka will fight smart, take him to the ground, finish him there. But, again, on the feet, Marcel, it's going to be interesting because Jeff Neal actually did really well on the feet against uh, – shaft and then he, before you get him, got him to the ground and submitted him, right? Steven Thompson can stay on his bike, you know, keep that karate style going, you know, land kicks from the outside, stay at range. Who knows? Who knows? Because, I mean, he surprised me before, man. I didn't think he'd beat, you know, a guy like Jeff Neal either. And he went and destroyed him, you know? Even Kevin Holland. Like, so he's, Steven Thompson has still got it, man. He's still got it at age, what is he, 40? He still got it. Still... You've got to pick Shafkat. The win streak, all the finishes. What is he? 17 and 0, all finishes. You can't not pick him. It's just oh, minus 520. I'll pass. I'm passing. There's other fights in this car look better. So, what do you think, man?
1: Yeah, I mean, you said Shafkat, monster. I mean, come on, Hans. Hey, we're, <laughs> we're still hoping. Just give us something. You know what I mean? We give you a shout out without even thinking about giving you a <laughs> shout out. There you go, Adam. For the shout outs um no
0: more, no more free shows we gotta get a sponsorship <laughs>
1: yeah what's up <laughs> um i feel the same way man i think thompson can make it uh, very competitive on the feed and he, he can win on the feed you know but i think at the sort of moment shavkat takes it to the ground and i think he submits thompson man that's how i think about a fight um shavkat is the actual talent you know what i mean not patty not Ian Gary, if you compare those three on this card. I think Ian Gary is the second best of the three, you know, but Chefka is the best of the three. Um, Chefka wins. Submission. I'm going first route, man. I think he takes him, I think he takes him down a short of moment and and grapples him. Listen, man, Thompson, Thompson is good, but he's mostly good on the feet. And I always felt like a lot of people always Tried to stand and bang with him, man. for some reason, while they're not good, what they could take him to the ground, they didn't. Remember when Bilal fought him and Burns fought him, you know, they could they didn't finish him, but they took him to the ground, you know. And the thing is, like uh with Bilal and with Burns, they were really like hesitant with 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 what they're doing on the ground because they didn't want him to stand up. I don't think Shafkat minds to stand up with Thompson, you know what I mean? So I don't think he he is too hesitant on the ground. I think he finishes him with submission.
0: There you go. Yeah, I mean that's the same pick I have, but again, you know, it's, it is interesting because Steven's never been submitted. But again, this would be the guy that would do it, right? Like a guy like Shavkat. So we have the same pick here. Let me see if there's any comments about it. Um, yeah, people well, Shavkat Shavcat patties for breakfast. That's funny. Tony and Wonder Boy were supposed to share 290 and 209, 291 to <laughs> be even perimeters, but now they probably share 296. And they'll probably be well, it's gonna be probably Tony's last fight. I think I, the did Thompson get a new contract. Yeah, I think
1: so.
0: Yeah. He did, right? Yeah, cuz there's that whole mess with the last fight and... I, I
1: I always feel like when they give these older guys a new contract it's like you get a contract and we all we probably know you won't out do your contract, you know, but you cannot sign anywhere else, you know.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what it is, too. I mean, <laughs> maybe they thought he was going to go to PFL or to yeah, yeah. To fight like Duambe or something. Maybe they're like, "No, let's not let him go." Cuz I think Steven you're know, still like still a pretty good fighter, man, even at age 40. I mean, oh, yes. he didn't beat Kevin Holland last year. It was last December, I want to say. Yeah. But again, you know, when you are forty years Orlando. old, you know, you're getting up there in age, and I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's hard to say now. All right, are we good? We're good with that one. Okay. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got the uh, Comino Vanguard Marcel. we've reached it. So right now, we got Alexandra Pantoja taking on Brandon Royval the rematch. And the odds for this one, guys, have Pantoja minus one seventy five, Royval plus one forty five. Give me your thoughts on the rematch.
1: Yeah, man, it's an interesting fight. I think you know, you got Alexandre Pantoja, comes off that split decision uh, title fight win against Brandon Moreno, had a good streak before that, right? Win against Manel Cap, also, Brandon Roy Val and the Alex Perez finish was really quick. Um, I think it's a very good fighter, you know. I always thought he was a very good fighter, he came in the ultimate fighter. Remember, he was, I think, the number one ranked guy in that season you know uh he he lost against sahiramasa ogikubu for for some reason never got a chance in the ufc um if you look at brandon roy val three fight win streak but man i mean a very close fight against bontorin i remember that was early last year you know that the match Snell one where he got tagged early almost got finished but he turned it around and finished match now in the first round still and a very impressive win against matthias nicolau in the most recent fight in kansas City. Um, like I said, rematch. Uh, yeah, I mean, Royval is great. He's a fun fighter, but I don't, I don't know how he will be better this time against Pantoja. You know, I think Pantoja has also been. Uh, how do you say that has improved? Just like Royval, I'm still taking Pantoja, man. And I think Pantoja finishes him again. To be really honest, you know, I think Pantoja finishes him this time in the second round via submission. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm here on Alexander Pantoja getting his first title defense.
0: I have the same pick as you, man. Same, same method, everything. Like I, I do feel like it's going to go like the first fight. Again. I, and I like Brandon Roybal a lot. He's a, he's a good fighter. He's fun yeah. to watch, but I feel like he leaves himself defensively open. The one, the one bet I like even more than anything probably in this fight is the fight doesn't go the five rounds. Like I, yeah. I don't think the odds are out yet, but I don't think this fight. This is not a flyweight fight that goes the full five. This will be inside the distance. I'm confident of it. But, again, you know, I like Ruedal, but 39% takedown defense is fucking terrible, dude. I mean, that Bontarine guy took him down eight times. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind Pantoja can take him down grinding, about. he took down Moreno six times in the last fight. When they first fought Ruedal and Pantoja two years ago, he took him down three times, then finished him, sacked um submission, won two straight fights since then. He's, I think he's been, like, the most underrated guy in this weight class, like, since he started in the UFC. Oh, yeah. You know, he's oh, very yeah. good. Yeah. He's... Ten and three. I mean, it's a great record. The losses are to Askar Asparov, who would have fought for the belt had he stayed in the UFC. Davis a Big Rader, who was a champ, and then Dustin Ortiz, which I guess looking back, that's his worst loss. But yeah. Dustin Ortiz actually not—he wasn't a bad fighter either. Not at all. He shouldn't have been cut either. I don't really. I guess that's when they got rid of all the flyweights. The
1: yeah, he did After what they were like, if you lose this fight, you're done. You know, and then the yeah. But he's decent though. Anyways, yeah, Roybal,
0: I mean, I think if Royval wins, Marcel, I think he would have to knock out Pantoja in like the first round. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking, which is possible. I mean, he's got power, right? But, oh, for uh, sure. Uh, for or sure. submit him, but I don't see him submitting Pantoja. I really don't see it happening, right?
1: I think if he has to win, it's probably with knockout, you know, by flash yeah. knockout or whatever, you know, yeah, exactly. him.
0: Like yeah. the Mateus Nikolaff fight, right? Like yeah. kind of like that. Give me, uh, give me the cannibal submission. There we go. Same pick.
1: What do you think I, about that? That was uh, his last
0: uh, fight, by the way. You're a grateful dude. I was at the last fight with uh Two ninety. gonna What?
1: Go what do you think about uh, Moreno being the backup fighter?
0: They need a backup for like every title fight, right? Do you know who's backup for the main event, or is it just like one of Gary or Luke? Maybe is I have it?
1: no idea. To be really honest, I have no idea. I wonder if someone's going to show up on Friday that we
0: don't we didn't think was the backup. You know who knows, uh, right? Maybe Shavkat is. Maybe it could be Shavkat. I don't know. Awesome. There's actually a couple. Of, yeah, I don't know why I said Luke and Gary would be Shavkat or Wonderboy, I think instead, right?
1: Maybe should Bilal be, is going to show up. Should, not should be up. should be Bilal actually.
0: Maybe he is the backup. But he's not yeah. telling anyone. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of interesting, right? The I think I mean, There would the be thing a backup with,
1: though. Yeah, the thing with Bilal, I know he's talking a lot on social media, but I understand his annoying annoyingness by not getting the fight. You know, I, I think listen, a lot of people don't like Bilal because they think he's boring. I also don't think he's really like entertaining to watch. But oh. to be really honest, he deserves yeah. it, man. You know.
0: Oh, I mean, there's there's no doubt. Yeah he burns he beat sean brady that sean brady wins aging really well which yeah. we thought would i agree with glenn too great comment i look back it's like figueredo had fought marino like four times right in the roads it's, it's wild and then marino had fought basically every title fight camera pavlich back at UFC didn't use them yeah i mean that's probably what's going to happen here all right we'll go to the main event guys we have colby covington taking on leon edwards the champion here at ufc ultimately <laughs> title on the line Minus 148 for the champ, plus 124 Kobe. I'll start on this one, Marcel. I, I like Leon Edwards in this fight. I, I think he gets the job done. Um Kobe's definitely a great wrestler. Leon, Leon does not have the best takedown defense, 69%. Not, not the best, but at the same time, I feel like is really a sport of momentum. And Leon is at like 11-12 wins uh, winless streak, or unbeaten streak, I should say. Not only the, the, the No constant blow in there. Otherwise, he's beaten everyone. I understand the was fight was not going his way until that head kick, but my God, I mean, then the the, the rematch, obviously gets the job done. You know, Colby's obviously a great wrestler. Leon has been taking on nine times in his last two fights. And, and if Colby wins, he's going to have to grind him out for the full 25. I think Colby will probably win a round or two. I mean, I think it'll be a competitive fight, but I just see Edwards being the more effective striker by far. And I think that he'll also be able to stuff a lot of the takedowns or, or at least get back up. Um, and win the decision. I think it goes to five rounds. I, I think so. I think it's going to be a competitive fight that goes five. But I think the champ retains here, Mercer Defensor I should say, by decision. So that's my pick, guys. Leon Edwards by decision. The line's going up a bit. It was minus 130 last time I looked. Now it's minus 148. So I guess a little bit of money's coming on Leon. I expect the line to stay around this this area. I don't think it'd be going up too much higher because Kobe does have the wrestling and people will bet on him. But uh, yeah, my pick is uh, Leon by decision. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I definitely think this goes to full five rounds, you know. I'm picking Colby, man.
0: There you go. You uh, have a dog there by Marcel. There you go.
1: Yeah, I'm picking Colby for the simple reason that I think Colby can, will be able to hold Leon down, man. I think he can it's do possible. that. You Very know, possible. uh Listen, Leon is a good fighter. I think stand-up is better than Colby's, you know. But uh, uh, I don't know, man. I mean... You saw uh, Edwards against Usman, and people will say, yeah, but Usman lost, or won twice against Colby. we well, still competitive fights, you know? And that first fight, with At- or the second fight, I should say, they fought three times, Usman and was The second fight, like the first title fight between them, I think Usman was clearly winning that fight 4-1, you know? It wouldn't be 4-1 if it went to the scorecards, but then Edwards had that head kick. And the last fight it was super close as well, you know? People were like, it was a really clear win for hours. I didn't think it was a clear win for Atwoods. I think he, he won, definitely, you know, but it wasn't as clear as people made it out, you know, so um, I think Covington, the only thing with Covington is is like he hasn't fought for a long time, you know, last time was against Masvidal in March of 2020, uh, 2022 I should say. Um, yeah, I'm picking Colby by decision here.
0: Yeah. There you go. So, we have a different pick in the main event, should be interesting, I'm kind of looking at the at, at least
1: one of us has it right, right?
0: <laughs> Marcus likes underdog value. Colby Carter in wrestling. It, it very well could be. Leon's been talking about Gary strictly plus you. except everyone except for Colby. Yeah, maybe he thinks it's going to be a tougher fight, but because again, he has he's just he's a guy that can't be taken down, right? I just think he's made the improvements that he'll be able to you know, at least get back up, or at least you know not every round get taken down. Being Colby, is almost next if Colby gets the belt. Possibly, I mean, I, I no. mean Islam's going to fight at 170 in the future, but maybe not next. he will probably be a, he still has to be Gechi and, and oliveira you know.
1: So. Also, the talk with Edwards, like if he wins, that he wants to fight next for uh, for the, what for against Duplantis. Stop that shit, you know. Really, stop! just stop that shit. The, the, the whole champ-champ thing is getting out of hand, you know, and it's not as impressive anymore. I'm, I'm much more impressed by guys like defending the belt five or six times than going after one title defense to another division and trying to get champ over there. At least, maybe I'm more old-fashioned if it comes to this kind of shit, you know. But for me, for example, the... The Anderson Silva run, or the Mighty Mouse Johnson run, or the GSP run, is much more impressive to me than a lot of those double champion uh, achievements in the UFC. You know,
0: for sure, um, <clears throat> I, I agree with uh, Marcus. Four, he's saying four underdogs to win. Let <clears throat> me pick. I think I picked four. I think you did too. Let me let me count. So for my dog picks, I took this might be the card again. <clears throat> for dogs, I took Almeida, Durden, Manyfield, and Lipsky. So I took four, and you I took to three. We took Colby, Lipsky, and Durden? Yeah. So we took three. So I have four. years three. Two contentious dogs, guys, this week, Durden and Lipsky. That's interesting. It's funny, though. I took like, all these dogs like in a bunch, like in a row, and then I didn't take any other ones. So it's interesting. Um, probably wouldn't end up that way, but you know that's that's what I think. It's been a decent year for picks. I, mean, I think i bounced back. But I think I had a tough start to the year, really tough. Really bounced back well. You know, last couple of cards, is that one guy on, on I think his name is Brian, right? There, yeah, Brian on, on Twitch or something, on, on Twitter. He does like, he, you know, this is all the shows and he recaps everyone's picks. Like, I've been, you know, at the top of the list for the last couple of the events. So, yeah. Um, hopefully this is, man, it'd be nice to end the, the year with a 14-0 uh, pick, but, you know, likely not. All right, a couple of comments here. A chance of Colby's head? Leon is the Colby's head. Yeah. Um, Possibly, I mean, because he did beat, like you said, Usman two times, and Colby and, and was able to. What was your favorite underdog pick for a fight in UFC in 2023? I can't even think right now. I mean, that's a tough question mark because I'd have to go back and, you know.
1: I can't use... even remember which fucking fights were all there. Well,
0: I can't even I can't remember where, when, when I ate for breakfast this morning. I, actually, I didn't <laughs> eat anything, but <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I have to look at it. I'm just looking at like the biggest upsets. The ones that I picked. Um,
1: Oh, my Um, against McMahon was one of my better picks.
0: Stoller against McMahon—that was a good pick. I'm just McMahon, I should that. say. McMahon, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many I picked. I think I definitely picked a couple, but oh, just,
1: of course, we both did.
0: I definitely picked. Yeah, I definitely picked some dogs. But I'm just trying to think of what which was. was uh, I don't know. I wish I picked uh, my guy uh, Strickland though. That would have been awesome. That one because he was like plus five hundred. Well, I can't remember now, Marcus. I'm sorry, man. My my brain is not uh, thinking that clearly. I'd have to think back. It's just like, you know, Marcel. Back in the day, I used to know. Like, I could think about every fight and every card. Now it's like, as time goes on, it's like it it all kind of like scrambles together. You know, unfortunately, you get old, right? Like, Mm well, yeah. Anyways, uh, great, great comment though. That that was one of the best knockouts, man, of the year. I was there for that one last podcast. Yes, the last one. Uh, looks like there'll be no London event her new Euro event, I, I thought they were doing Manchester were they not doing that?
1: So let's see, March 2nd is Saudi Arabia, March 9th is gonna be um, uh, Miami uh, March 16th unknown, March 23rd unknown and March 30th is likely Atlantic City, New Jersey, so there are two chances, but the thing is like they have booked for example, Laurel Murphy and Molly McCann for February events You know, and I yeah. would think if they go to England they definitely have Molly McCann on the card again so I don't know. Fair enough. I'm just trying to
0: look at like some of the fights of this year, like where there were I guess I, I did take Pereira against uh Jan, and and that was an upset, I guess, technically, and against uh was it Yuri, right? Not mm-hmm. a big upset, but that was one. I'm just looking at like some main events where I maybe take a dog. I took Al to beat Carapras. I think he Me was too. a dog. I want to say I want to say he was a dog, maybe it might have been close. Um let's see. Was Strickland a dog against Magomedov? I, uh,
1: I don't know, but we both picked them. I know that
0: <laughs> we did. I, I don't know. I guess it, it, you know it, it's yeah. There's there's been quite a few upsets. I don't know how many I picked though. <laughs> Sorry, Marcus. because I wish I could answer your question, better. I'm still thinking, But yeah. it's just difficult.
1: Too many fights going on, dude, to remember. Yep. To be really honest, <laughs>
0: we'll do a year and wrap up show. We will. Um, we, we're going to think about what to do. Um, Jason Jackson, that was a good upset pick. We you know we don't pick the Bellator fights here. We do talk about them. True, you're like what sixty or something like that, seventy five. I'm just joking, he's like 50. Uh, George, Veronica Hardy, that was a great pick. Brainerd Silva was a really good pick by you two. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, here's another question. Sorry, I didn't see these Pato. ZM, I have no clue. I'd imagine he'll be on one of those like European cards. Dober Macario's. I think it's a good fight, it makes sense.
1: Somebody replied to my Instagram on it like this fight should never be in the UFC Apex, and I made that a top comment. And I think Max Griffin or or this these guys don't deserve to fight without a crowd. And Max Griffin replied under it: "It's like nobody of us deserves to fight without a crowd."
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh We'll take a couple more comments here. That's guess: the headline is Chandler Connor. I would imagine
1: you're the same. What was the question? I'm sorry. You. But what, what does he think will headline 300? Not Connor. Why? His coach said that he wouldn't be ready, so
0: they might be lying keeping their cards. Yeah, true, true. And on air, it should be for an intern belt. Uh, I, I, Warriors, I, I, oh, go
1: ahead. they should put Mano against uh, Blanchfield on the Atlantic City main event, I think. On Manchester I agree, already.
0: I completely agree. Uh, we both picked dirty. Yeah. I think he will I think turning's a really good pick for an underdog. Morab is a uh, best, underdog. great pick, Mark. I mean, he made it look easy, he made it look easy. Biggie boy, no idea. New Cuban heavyweight guy looks good. 87 inch reach is fucking insane. I don't know how you have arms that long. But Derek, who was fine, he was one of the best knockouts of the year, I think. That whole, the card in Utah was fucking amazing. Um, the Poirier or the Gagey head kick on and Then Roman Kopilov had a crazy knockout on uh, Claudio what? Hibero.
1: What's a what's Bonfim in underdog against McKinney earlier this year? Because then we picked, we picked Bonfim in that
0: fight. He was. I, I don't remember if he was a dog or not, but we both picked him. Why is Gate you avoiding grapplers or Armand and Gamera? I guess he just, he, listen, this is his last chance to win the belt, right? So he's just got to take whoever the easiest fight is to get there. But I mean, it's not like Pori is an easy fight. It's just he's not a grappler, right? He's a striker. Zach, what's up? He said, uh, he was totally wouldn't headline. Okay. Well, maybe they'll put Sean Brady in the headline. I don't know. It'll be one of those two fighters.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think we should just end it, Marcel. So I think we're good here. I'm a little we'll talked out now. I, you know, I got to give credit to these guys like, like James and Guru, all these guys. Joey like talk for hours and hours on the podcast. Like I, I respect it because man, after the two shows I'm done, like my voice is completely shot now. So I'm good to go, bro. Um, I'm going to read, I'm going to tweet out the podcast. Now guys we will, uh, we'll tweet out the, uh, the recap. if You missed it, but you know, we had a lot of people in the chat today, which is awesome. Thanks again, Marcus. Appreciate that. Adam, I'm going to Cuba and into Armist Is she still with Ben Affleck or is she, she, she's single now. Yeah. Check that. Cause if she's single, maybe I'll, I'll shoot my shot. Right, like uh. What's his name? What's the guy that? Oh, Travis Kelsey. He went after uh, Taylor Taylor Swift. Swift. Let's see. Is she still with? No, she's with some other dude. Oh, she's been. She hasn't been with Ben Affleck in like two, three years. (laughs) That's a. That's Um, how far removed I am.
1: Wasn't Ben Affleck back to Jennifer Lopez? I think.
0: Oh, he is with Jennifer. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, I gotta be honest. I thought Jennifer Garner, the other one he was married to, was hot. The hottest one, personally. I know a lot of people probably wouldn't agree, but I always thought she was fucking smoke show. I don't know if you ever know her. Uh,
1: now, let, let me look her up for a second. I, I know the name, but I cannot get the that face. Was his,
0: that was his ex-wife. They, they had let things together. She was on a show called Alias years ago, and man, she was one of my favorites, personally. So
1: she, She's nice, but I think Jennifer Lopez is Well, yeah, better.
0: J-Lo is one of the best of all time, right? I mean, there's no doubt. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, you like this is like, I was going to say it's like Burger King McDonald's, but no, it's, it's a lot more than that. This is like, <laughs> You know, uh, I don't know, Marcel, this is taking, like, what's it, your, your Beef Wellington or, like, a, a nice, you know, Philippe Mignon or something. I don't know. You can't yeah. go wrong, right? You can't go wrong. Marcel's doing his tape study right now. That's what he's doing. By the way, speaking <laughs> of tape study, uh, as, as a joke, uh, one of my, my best friend we were talking about the Oscars. And I haven't really watched a lot of movies this year, right? But uh, yeah. we were talking about some Oscars, and he likes, like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. to win an Oscar and stuff. And he's we're joking around because... On DraftKings, like, they have the odds, right, for the movies, like, to win Best Picture and stuff. So I'm like, are you going to do your tape study on the movies? He said, like, yeah, I'm going to watch the movie and do the tape study. <laughs> That's how you do your tape study for those sports. So <clears throat> anyways, I appreciate all the, the comments, guys. There's a lot of good comments here, a lot of positive comments. We, we appreciate it. Um, just a couple more comments because, like I said, I want to get out of here. BSD and Benny, I don't know. I mean, that, that fight makes sense, too. That would be a good fight. I still think BSD and Poirier is the fight that I want to see. I just don't think Dustin would take the fight, and I kind of think you'd agree, right?
1: Yeah, I think Dustin should, should fight Armin Serupian. That's what I think. But hey, if he doesn't take Armin, he definitely doesn't take Benoit. So uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, let me take a couple more questions, guys. Just because you know we're in the holiday spirit right now. <laughs> um, oh, the weather on Armin? Is far- my being scared of fighting a prime full cam Armin? I don't know. I, 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 I Calling Islam scared is kind of wild to me, man. I don't agree with that at all. No, um, me neither. I don't think Islam has a problem fighting him at all. I mean, I could be wrong, but what do you think?
1: Nah, man. Definitely not. I think it, the rematch will be there some, somehow.
0: It is kind of crazy that that uh, Armin, you know, fought him in his debut, right? Yeah. So that, is, that is crazy. And then since then, he I guess he, well, he lost to gamma but, you know, that's why he could have easily won that fight. And he's mm-hmm. just an absolute beast. So, yeah, no, I, I don't know about that. Um, let's see here done okay so i just tweeted out guys if you want to you know retweet the uh old podcast there we, we'd appreciate it get some more listeners here but we appreciate all likes your uh, share subscribes uh all that stuff really appreciate it um yeah good show today and yeah I, i'll i'll we'll we'll talk to you guys soon like i said i'm going to be on vacation but i'll have i'll, I'll have some that i imagine and we'll, we'll be able to do a show we'll I, figure it out <laughs> uh, well have a great day everyone have a great week Good luck with your bets, UFC 296. Hopefully, you're going to be great. great card. Take it-